With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Live on SEN Track, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis, another edition of the program. Good to be in your company this week. And uh, good to welcome back to the program Butch Castles after uh, after missing last week. Uh, very bu- uh, very uh, important business last week for Butch. But how was last week, Butch, and how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Jordan. Yeah, last week we raced. Uh, the rain came. wasn't ideal by any stretch of the imagination, but got through and saw a pretty impressive performance from Loose Spender to land the Legacy Lodge Waikato Guineas and may well be a late nomination for the Derby now. So... Uh, Looking forward to uh, Group 1 day at Tarapa, though, really uh, a, a couple of outstanding uh, Group 1s. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So all the focus this week is solely on Tarapa? Yeah, for sure. Look, uh, there is racing at Rickerton, but thought uh, a couple of Group 1s of this quality re- deserved uh, a real focus. Absolutely. Uh, jockey Warren Kennedy, Kennedy will be with us a little later on, but uh, one man who will play a major part in the racing uh, at Tarapa this weekend is from Tiakau Racing, trainer Mark Walker. Mark, welcome to the program. Good morning. G'day, Mark Butch here. Look, firstly, these are the sort of days that uh, you do it all for to, to have horses uh, in these two group ones and even the undercard races and, of course, the uh, Phillies Classic. I'm sure you'd lo- not like nothing more to win the race, the David and the Al- Karen Ellis Phillies Classic, but these are the days that you get out of bed for, right? Yeah, yeah, they're terrific fields, aren't they? So really looking forward to it, Butch. Right, let's go through the card. You've got uh, plenty of runners uh, across it. In the first fashion shoot in Wairau Cove, fashion shoot drops out of opening, open company into a rating 75, and she hasn't had all favours the last couple. No, she hasn't, so I, I think as long as she gets a decent run, she'll be there when the when the business ends up. She's got that tricky draw. She goes back anyway. Uh, we tend to see the best of her late. Is that, uh, again, the programme tomorrow, you would think? Yeah, I, I think so. I normally leave it up to Opie pretty much, but um, he knows her. Why well, Cove's a pretty good animal. We saw him run second in Stakes Company as a three-year-old here at Tarapa. He's had two runs back. I thought the last one was good. Uh, certainly not without a, a big chance in the race either. Yeah, and we put visor blinkers on him too, but just to focus him up a bit. So, no, he's a definite contender as well. Race two is a special condition, or the maiden, as at 1,200. Sons Duke was super in winning at Rotorua. Second navigated the field and ran away and hid. Just did things wrong the other way of going at Pukekohe last time. Back to this way of going should suit her? Yeah, exactly. So just wanted to lay off the track right-handed the other day. So, no, she'll be, she'll be a contender. Obviously, the one horse is pretty hard to beat, but I think it'll be they'll fight it out, actually. Mm. Race three, the Dr. John Southworth Memorial Vase. Uh, you've got a couple of runners here, Millie Fiore and Pure Imagination, both last start winners. Yeah, last start winners that were a little bit out of form, so 
I'd love to win that race uh, for uh, various reasons, but I knew knew John Southworth really well, and uh, his son Gilby's a great mate of mine, so it'd be nice to win it. Yeah, and uh, Millie, for your age, she was, um, as you say, out of form, but she copped uh, the track last time, and pure imagination, he won his maiden here, and gee, he looked good in doing it, he's just maybe coming back to it. Yeah, he's a funny sort of horse, he fibulated there one day, and he just took quite a while to get over it, Butch, but touch wood, he's on his way back. Mm, righto, here's another race you'd be pretty keen on winning, the David and Karen Alice uh, Phillies Classic. Uh, looks going to take all sorts to beat the one horse prowess. We know how very good she is, and she's going to go around a dollar thirty, dollar forty, something like that. But Safura's got uh, stakes placing, course and distance, two starts ago, and then came out and won her maiden in, in comprehensive fashion last time. Yeah, and she's a homebred horse as well, so nah, it'd be pretty special if she could upset the favourite. But funny things that happened in racing, we've seen it time and time again. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's right. Uh, they don't always win. That's why uh, we keep t- lining up every week. You're happy with her, though, out of that maiden win into another stakes race? Yeah, really happy. So uh, she ran a good race there, didn't she, in the Royal Stakes as a maiden. So that's nah, your race, well. Righto, the Herbie Dyke uh, Stakes, uh, uh, another one, uh, someone that you had a long association uh, with and I'm sure uh, you'd love to tick this one uh, off as well. You've got a couple of runners. Firstly, the late entry, Campionessa, uh, drawn to get a gun run and Opie rides. Yeah, just when the original noms were, she was, well, she's just improved out of sight the last three months. So uh, we thought we'd have a throw at the stumps and uh, drawn well and got Opie. As long as she runs fifth, we get our late entry back, so that'll be all right. Yeah. And uh, Wild Knight, he's he's flying. He's going really well. So I think he's better two butts back left-handed also. Up to 2,000 metres, he just gives that impression that uh, he's one of those horses that can sit somewhere near the speed and when asked to quicken, uh, he will quicken, whether it's 1,600 metres, 2,000 metres, or maybe even a derby trip of 2,400 metres. Yeah, funny enough, we went through his pedigree yesterday and there's a good old sayer that Steve Orchard's chain that I was his former Maxim years ago who ran second in the Brisbane Cup and second in the Auckland Cup. So there is plenty of staying blood there, Butch, so I'm confident he'll get it because he relaxes beautifully. Michael McNabb uh, to do the riding, and uh, look, there's no one riding more winners than him at the moment, is there? Ah, gee, he's really hit his straps, isn't he? It's good to see. Yeah, for sure. Righto, race seven, uh, the Norris Ward McKinnon. Now, you got the two at the top of the book. Here's a couple of pretty talented gallopers, but struggling to recapture their best. Shepherd's Delight, number one. Yeah, just all this wet weather throughout the year. Gee, we've just had no luck with her. So just put her in an easier race, even though she's got weight. It's an easier race. So just, I think she can run a good race at odds. Mm, and uh, number two, Cote de Buren drops back into rating 65 using Naranjan Palmer's claim to get the weight down here. Yeah, he's been a bit out of form, but he hasn't been on the training track, so I think just different things have gone wrong in his races, and we've put a visor blinkers on him also just to sharpen him up a bit. Wouldn't surprise me if he, if he did something Saturday. He'd be at a good price as well. Race number eight, uh, the BCD Group Sprint, another of these uh, Group 1s, Cote de Burns at $9 and $3. Another of these uh, Group 1s, and 
This is about as good as it gets for New Zealand racing. I'm not sure that the field could be any stronger. Maybe Aegon, instead of racing in Melbourne, would have added interest to this race. But, gee, this is as strong as I've seen a Group 1 in New Zealand for a long time, Mark. Yeah, it's terrific, isn't it? And uh, there's great depth to the field, but very happy with Imperatrice. So I, I think this is the best we've had our all preparation. So uh, there'd be no excuses. And Maven Bell, arguably, she could be unbeaten. She was very unlucky in the Group 1 as a two-year-old and then won the other Group 1. So um, she deserves a chance. She adds a bit of spice to the field, doesn't she? Oh, sure does. I know we were ruminating a few weeks ago about some bad barriers you'd been copping. You've copped barriers one and two here. Um, Imperatrice, she wouldn't want to be that stride slow, but she should uh, get a gorgeous run in behind the speed, likely to be set up by Babylon Berlin. It looks that way on paper, doesn't it? So I hope you'll be aware that he'll need to... um, She drew well at counties that day, and he, he... he worked out a plan pretty quick to get off the fence, that's for sure. Mm, and Maven Bell, look, uh, they get in well, don't they? 53 and a half kilos. Uh, I know there's a sort of a, a lack of three-year-old opportunities, but she deserves her chance at a Group 1 at weight for age level when if she could even place in the race, it would just add so much to her pedigree page. Yeah, exactly. And it also would just tell you whether you should be going to Sydney or Brisbane, but that's half the the idea in the back of our heads. Yeah, for sure, and Craig Zaki to do the writing. Haven't they? Uh, we're going to talk to Warren Kennedy on the back of your interview, but, but haven't both him and Craig uh, certainly uh, jumped into the writing ranks and, and set a new standard for the locals to chase and follow? Oh, it's been terrific, and it's smartened a few of the other boys up too. Bit of competition, never heard anyone, Butch. No, that's right. Righto, the last, the TAB New Zealand Mile, um, one that... Uh, has raced really well and he had the four starts called It's Business Time and uh, well it might well be that uh, in the last has uh, she come through that last start run well? Yeah really well so uh, no it'd be nice to win for the uh, Windsor Park team and the mile no problem to her she's had the last two runs at it so there's some stepping up and trip but she's tailor made to uh, run a strong mile oh yeah she'll run a lot further than a mile too Mm. Righto, it's a good team, a really good team uh, You obviously target days like this And in this day in particular It's a special day for um, for David and Karen uh, Alice, part of the well the uh, the principles of Tiakar Along with yourself So no doubt targeted the day Which is the best of them? Oh, I think Imperatrice is fine Okay, thanks Mark Thanks for your time Look forward to catching up And uh, good luck uh, at uh, Tarapa For uh, what is a super race day Thanks, Butch. Cheers. There is Mark Walker from Tiaka Racing ahead of a big weekend upcoming at Tarapa. On the other side of this, we'll have a chat to Warren Kennedy. That's next on Breakfast with the Kiwis. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis here, Butch Castles on the program, our main expert on the show. And our next guest on the show is one of the informed jockeys going around right now and has a strong book of rides at Tarapa, including one of the red-hot favourites of the day, Prowess. It's Warren Kennedy. How's things, Warren? Good morning. Good morning. Good yourself. We're sitting in Hastings. Beautiful day here. But, um, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow as well. 
G'day Warren, Butch here, look uh, good to have you on again, great friend of the show and we seem to have a fair bit of luck when we have you so let's hope it runs through to Tarapa, looking at the rides, race one Habana, been good to you the last couple, really good in winning uh, over 1500 metres on Boxing Day, freshened up so back to 14 wouldn't be any issue? No, absolutely not an issue, he's, he's really just come to the fore, that guy, um, his, his last two wins have been really good, his last win was even better than the win before that, uh, he's got top weight, but I don't see that being an issue with him dropping back down to the 14. He's doing really good. I'm expecting a, a big run from him. Race number two, Warren, you ride one that I think's a chance. There's a hot pot in the race, Master Brutus, but this one was really good on debut. I speak of number 11, Neons, and then last time hit the line strongly. Uh, I think she's a filly with plenty of upside, and uh, I reckon she's a, a, an each-way chance And what's a tidy enough race. Yeah, exactly like you said. Look, Master Brutus on his last one looks probably the horse we all got to get past. But, um, yeah, she won good first time up and uh, a really good run last time. Like you say, hitting the line really strong. I expect her to be doing the, doing the same. Um, hopefully we can run Master Brutus down and we'll see what happens. Mm. Race number three, you ride Belle Dara for uh, the team, the Cambridge stud team. Uh, she's always shown ability, but this uh, mare's been disappointing of late. They've given her uh, a little freshen off Boxing Day and hopefully that can turn her around a bit. Yeah, hopefully it does. You know, she's a bit of a funny filly. She she runs a couple bad and then flashes up to win. So, um, yeah, you've got to just see what, what, what filly arrives on the day. We don't really know. You know, she's got a mind of her own, really. And uh, we're just hoping that she can she can bring her work. Her work is, is fantastic at, at home. So if she can bring her work there, she's definitely a contender. But like I say, she's, she's not one you can really rely on. Mm. One I think you can rely on, and I know you've got a wife and daughters, but I reckon this girl would be somewhere near the top of your uh, top of your parade. Prowess, race four, number one. She was super in winning a million dollar race for you last time, and she'll go around the hottest of favourites uh, of the day, of the month, if not the year. And uh, I thought it was only bad luck that could beat her, Warren. Yeah, absolutely. She deserves to be favourite. Um, yeah, the two thousand is, is absolutely what she's been looking for. I feel. So no, no issues with that. And yeah, just bad luck is the only thing touch wood that can beat her. You know, she's, she's just the quality in the race, level weight. Um, she'll be tough to beat. She'll be very, very tough to beat. And she just gives that impression that uh, the further she goes, she'll just keep finding. I thought that on New Year's Day where they came at her, Whitehead came at her and she sort of chopped legs and, and ran away the last bit. And then on Million night as well, she they, they weren't getting anywhere near her the last little bit. Yeah, you know, she she's shown that she's a little bit versatile as well, which is great. You know, we normally have her up on the speed, but uh, Karaka Millie's now, I had her halfway back, and she turned a, she had a good turn, a foot top of the straight. So um, that's handy to have uh, that in our arsenal. And, um, yeah, she's she's just a filly that the further she goes, the better she's going to be. So, yeah, the 2000s, I'm actually going to see a better run from her, hopefully. So, um, yeah, barring bad luck, she, she's definitely to be there. Rising Storm in race five, a nice each-way chance for Stephen Marsh. Got a good draw and should get a nice run. Yeah, she will. Uh, got a handy draw. Um, probably one of the more difficult races on the court, I thought. Pretty open. Um, yeah, she's she's really honest. She does the distance. She'll be giving a good account of herself. Just a bit of luck in running and hopefully we can be there. 
Another one that was good to you on Boxing Day was Defibrillate. Uh, got the job done at uh, Group 1 level in the Zabil Classic. Uh, same sort of race, but I think a, a stronger version of the wait for age with those three three-year-olds adding tremendous interest. He'll be awfully hard to beat, though. That's what he is. Yeah, he, he's doing really good. I gave him a, a gallop a couple of days ago, and he really went through really, really strongly. Um, yeah, look, the int- it's interesting with the three-year-olds in the race. That, that gives it another dynamic, the whole race. But, um, yeah, he's a strong boy. He's competitive at, at this level, and, you know, he won a really good race last time, and I, I'm expecting him to be, be right there as well. You know, we'll see how, how good the three-year-olds and with the weight we've got to give them. But um, he's an honest boy, and he'll give him his best. For sure, race seven, Candy Kane. Uh, been racing uh, pretty well, Candy Kane, and uh, you pick up the ride here for Glen Old. Uh, I thought would be competitive again. Yeah, absolutely. I thought also quite a quite a difficult little race. Um, we're probably hoping for a place there, but with a bit of luck in running, maybe we can get past the post first. We'll see, but uh, definitely in with a chance. You rode that Dragon Leap to win and win comprehensively two starts ago. The start subsequent to that ran fourth in the railway. Yeah, 1,400 metres will suit. Good draw. This might be the one that's been forgotten about in what is a very strong renewal of the BCD group sprint. Yeah, really, really tough race. Um, 1,400 is, is probably his niche is what he's, where he's probably most comfortable. He's not a true sprinter. Um, Ran good when I wanted him. He, he hit the line really strong, running past uh, Babylon, Berlin, and them. And um, yeah, if he can bring that sort of run back to Europa on Saturday, then he's in with a massive chance. Um, he's at good odds, so he's definitely a horse that you can put in for the places, and he's a, he's a possible winner as well. Yeah, pretty good animal and a uh, big price, so he might uh, stoke up the multiples. And in the last, Valare had always threatened to win a race and would have been special riding that win for uh, Daniel and Elias Narkley and teams with their association, or Daniels in particular, getting you out to New Zealand and you'll be looking to double up for them in the last. No, absolutely. She's been, she was threatening that win and we'd been promising it for a long time and she, she never really produced it, but it all came right with her last start. And um, yeah, she's, she's really honest. She, she gives her best every time she runs. So, so that's all you can expect from those sort of fillies, all you want from them. And um, hopefully with a bit of luck in running, she can be there again. Yeah, and she's got the good draw to do that. Righto, uh, Warren, you're not allowed to say prowess, but outside of her, what did you think might be your best ride? Oh, a tough one. I'll, I'll go with a little bit of an outsider there. I'll go with, um, obviously, the Fibblade's got a big chance, but I'd probably lead towards Dragon Leap. Yeah, Dragon Leap in a, in a really competitive race. If the best version of him turned up, he would be awfully hard to handle. Thanks for your time, Warren. I know you're busy. Appreciate it, and we'll look forward to seeing you at Tarapa. Pleasure, Bush. We'll see you then. Thanks, mate. Warren Kennedy with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Uh, Butch, we've got about a minute or so before we can close out the program. So if you've got any uh, any great bests for us heading into this weekend, uh, lay them out for us. What have you got? Yeah. Yeah, I thought Master Brutus in race two was the one to beat the former round Maven Bell will stack up in, in a special conditioned race. Drawn wide, but it'll go forward and sit on the speed and be awfully hard to run down. So race two, number one, uh, Master Brutus. We talked about prowess. She'll be winning in race four, you would uh, think. The Herbie Dyke Stakes, I didn't know which of the three-year-olds to go for, Sharp and Smart or Wild Knight. 
I, I leant towards Sharp and Smart just on what he'd done so far, but there's a nagging thought that Wild Knight might be a very, very good horse and from the draw can get the gun run. Uh, in the BCD group, sprint on with Mark Walker, Imperatrice the one to beat, but really interesting to hear that Warren uh, gave Dragon Leap an enormous chance, got the good gates, performed in Australia to a high level, and if it managed to get the right run, it might be the blowout chance in what is a really, really strong race. And I thought my best of the day, outside side of the prowess was Rotorer in the last race nine number nine Rotorer on a uh, win basis to get us out of trouble in the TAB New Zealand mile excellent stuff enjoy the weekend good on you Jordan looking forward to it can't wait two outstanding renewals of these group one features